Welcome to Afternoon at the Museum, a production of IRATech Corp. It's Janine Stanley, the Director of Customer Communications here at IRA with Afternoon at the Museum. And today it's a zoo. If, if you were here for our sort of pre-show, pre-roll, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but today we have back with us again, Agent Sierra. Hello, Sierra. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and we also have with her lovely Jaguar shirt on, in honor of the zoo, we have my co-host, Miss Stephanie Watts. Hello, Stephanie. Hi, Janine. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Ryan. We are looking today at the National Zoo. Now, the National Zoo is part of the Smithsonian Institution. And as part of the Smithsonian, it is a free access location. Its online content is also free to check out through IRA. Now, we are working on getting that back in the app. It was there for a bit and it has disappeared. So we are uh, hunting it down again. So if your agent can't find it, never fear. It is a free access offer. So you can join us at the zoo. And Sierra, what do you think? Let's dive in. Yeah, let's Already. Do it. Awesome. Um, so let me see here. I've got the home page um, and it says Smithsonian's National Zoo and Conservation Biology Institute. Um, it's got kind of like a symbol that looks like a sun that's gray and white. Um, there's a search bar to the right of that. And then below there's a menu um, and each menu expands. So the first says visit, then animals, support, membership, education, and conservation. There's also a note about the zoo reopening on May 21st. Ooh, yay. Um, Very nice. Go yeah. Awesome. So it says stay tuned for details on free timed entry ticket pass reservation safety measures and uh, free timed entry Asia Trail Panda passes and Ooh. special Smithsonian National Zoo member benefits. And then they've got a slideshow below that. Um, that's kind of alternating with images. The first one is a statue of a lion um, surrounded by trees and an American flagpole. And the lion's wearing a mask, <laughs> like someone put a cloth mask on it. <laughs> and there's International uh, Family Equality Day at the zoo. And it's got a bunch of uh, panels and rainbow colors um, of silhouettes of different animals kind of repeating. Oh, cool. And then... We also have an image of a male lesser kudu that was born. Oh, um, so it looks sure like a, yeah, it's a kind of deer. It looks like an antelope um, oh. and it's lying down on the ground and it's like a fawny light brown color, but then mm. it's got really thin stripes, um, kind of like a zebra, but not quite. They're much skinnier um, and they're white stripes that go uh, across its back and just repeating. Um, which is pretty cool. It's got huge ears and then a little black oh. nose oh. and a, a huge black eyes and then a little bit of a white patch on the chest and under the chin as well. Oh. And it's called a kudu? Yeah, kudu. K-U-D-U. Kudu, okay. They are part of the antelope family and when he grows up, he will have these really crazy looking horns that are pretty <laughs> lethal actually, but they kind of almost look like lightning bolts. They're like... They Ooh. go in all different directions and they're zigzaggy really pattern. Cool. Yeah, but mm -hmm. what a cutie. Oh, see, I advertised baby animals and what do we come up with first? Very, <laughs> very cute. I have a question yeah. for you guys. Um, Janine, you may know, or Sarah, both of you may know. What is Ryan's favorite animal at the zoo? And if once we know that, maybe, Sierra, we can find a an animal cam of that. Mm. Mm. I see the live guy? webcam section right here. Is Bottom. he a panda guy or what? I, you know, I think he might be a panda guy. I'm thinking maybe he guy. would not pass up the pandas because the pandas are what the National Zoo is famous for. Ah. Oh, yeah. We got the first pandas back Alrighty. in the 70s. So, oh, let's see what was that. Ling? Was it Ling Ling? Gosh, Ling, Ling, Ling yeah. That's, uh, that's a hard one. Um, mm. whew, okay. I don't know. Well, um, if you ask Shay, I look like a giraffe. Um, <laughs> but, you did um, kind of look like a giraffe last night. You guys. A little giraffish, kind of ish. 
six foot twenty, and she's not six um, foot twenty. I don't and know. This is pretty good, though. I don't know. That they're they're pretty awesome. Yeah, we start um, with a panda. You know, when her. I was younger, I used to be a really big bear fan. Um, uh -huh. I used to uh, have books about bears, and I used to learn all about bears when I was younger. It was a, it was a thing. I, I like I this. I think we see a thing. I go all around. All right. And and well, what, while we're at it, and what is Shay's favorite animal? What's your favorite animal? Well, of I mean, I feel like if you know anything about Shay, uh -oh. um, she's anything big cat related. Oh, um, yes. but yeah. one of her favorite Ooh. ones is, of course, the leopard. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Ooh, dangerous okay. cat out there. So panda, bears, and leopards. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a giraffe or two. And maybe a giraffe or two. So uh, what do we have for live cams here? So for webcams, I went to the animals uh, part of the menu, and then um, in one of the subsections was webcams. So um, it says, see giant pandas, elephants, lions, and naked mole rats on camera cams streaming live 24-7 from the Smithsonian National Zoo and Conservation Biology. Hold on, let me just move where you guys are. Institute. Um, and then it says, uh, download animal cam bingo cards. Link opens in a new window. These activities are designed to engage learners of all ages. Oh, my. Um, That's and then funny. it also <laughs> mentions a temporary cheetah cub cam was uh, sunset at the end of January, but you can continue to check in with Echo and her cubs in the cheetah updates. And there's a link to that. Aww. So we've got elephant, panda, lion, and naked mole rat. Oh, I'm just squirming at naked mole rat. <laughs> <laughs> that just got uh, shall, shall we just go ahead and peek at the pandas and then go look at the, the mole rat? Yeah. 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 All and right, I'm, panda. I'm, I'm, I've got that evil curiosity about the mole rat though. <laughs> and I, I don't even know. <laughs> so we have two cams here. So you guys can choose one of them is cam one, and that's showing the outside enclosure, and cam two is showing the inside. Let's see. Let's see if they're outside today. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna press play. They're outside today because it's uh well it's been raining here all day. Yeah, I don't know what their weather is today. Let's yeah. see. Oh, okay. The thumbnail was actually not matched up with the video. So Cam One is actually showing me inside. Um okay. and I do not see a panda right now. What I do see is um an inside enclosure with um kind of a mountain scene painted on the background. Mm. Um, the floor is kind of like a pinkish brown light terracotta color. Um, and then we have kind of some croggy mountain structures. Um, there's like a ball to play with and then a bunch of uh, bamboo like kind of lying on the uh, mountain structure. Mm -hmm. um, and then... So, so oh, this yeah. is what, the, when they're hanging out on the inside of the enclosure, this is, this is what that looks like then. Mm-hmm. Chill and up, then, on the inside. <laughs> oh. The next one, I guess they have two inside enclosures. So they must be inside right now. And this one looks uh, very much like the other one. It might even be in a different angle of the same space. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a large pile of bamboo, or actually it's not because there's two pandas here. So of course, so this is a different room, but same mm -hmm. kind of layout. Um, so I see one panda. It looks like it's probably quite young because um, it looks kind of the size of like a medium sized dog oh. and it's lying down on its side. Mm -hmm. um, and it's got a very large white face and then uh, two rounded, fluffy black ears and then kind of little <laughs> black circles around its eyes. And then its legs are black and its body and stomach area is white. Um, and then there's another one that's much bigger, probably I would say triple, triple the size of the other one. Um, and it's kind of covered by the bamboo that it's eating. So it's chowing down really hard right now on some bamboo. Um, but there's so much bamboo piled up on that kind of like uh, craggy mountain structure that his body is kind of covered by the bamboo. But you can just tell from his head that he's much bigger than the other one. Eat while the little one's sleeping. Mm -hmm. He's grabbing the bamboo with his paws and like holding it. Um, so his paws are going around the uh, stalks of the bamboo. And he's just kind of chomping away at it. And like uh, just just holding on to it, maybe like a he's got a little hot dog or something. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he's also stripping some of it. Like he just peeled some bark off. Now he's eating that. <laughs> and his ears are all perked up. Or her ears. I'm actually not sure who this is, but <laughs> yeah. 
that's like, seeing them in real action is 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 fun. Okay. Uh, just the little one. It, it, I assume it's asleep. Yeah, it looks like it is. Uh, there's little text here. So it oh, says, uh, a precious male giant panda cub. Um, mm -hmm. And his name is Xiao Chi Chi Ji. Xiao Chi Ji. And um, it looks like he was born, oh, born August 21, 2020. Oh, wow. Oh. So maybe they grow slow because he's pretty small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they also have some panda cub FAQs, like a link to that, and then a link to sign up for the giant panda bulletin to get the latest panda cub news. Why? <laughs> I remember reading somewhere that they're like the size of a stick of butter when they're born. They just really wow. tiny. That small? Tiny, tiny. And wow. Here he is now. Some well, just before we leave this, get, can we get like maybe five, the top five FAQs? Yeah. Let's find yeah. Just to share let's with see. And then you, those of you who take note of these five uh, FAQs, um and answers can win at your trivia night <laughs> that's right trivia night, that's, that's right. what we're doing nowadays we're doing trivia that's right it's just wait for the next uh ira company trivia match mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey uh, my team came in second last time so <laughs> right <laughs> so here we are giant panda cub faqs um there's a very large picture of a baby uh panda cub which is quite cute. This baby is uh, outside um, and it's sitting in some tall grass. And then there's a log um, that's kind of going from uh, left to right horizontal across the image and it's raised above the grass. So it must be balancing on something. Mm -hmm. And the panda has, um, I'm assuming this might be the same baby panda, I'm not sure. Um, but he has his two paws uh, atop the log and then his large head is kind of uh, pushed forward toward the camera also looking up from atop the log. And then you see his belly and he's kind of standing upright and using that uh, log as uh, balance. Um, and you can see his kind of little like panda nails. Um, so they're kind of very big, but uh, mm -hmm. for like bigger than a dog's nails for sure, probably like triple the size. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and his eyes are actually quite small, but the patches around his eyes that are black make them look much bigger. But in this close up picture, you can see they're quite small. He's got a very large nose. And then here are the uh, questions. So um, it looks like they're not really numbered. If you want, I can read them out. And then oh, if you want to know the answers. Yeah, maybe just a couple, ask, two or three, maybe. Ask okay. the right questions. See, because here at Afternoon at the Museum, we answer, we answer important questions. So, <laughs> so you and know so, what he's going to say. And, and so I have the most important question of them all. Oh, yes. What does the panda say? <laughs> oh, you know it. You know it. Knew it Same thing as a box. <laughs> I do see why is the cub squealing? Should I check that one? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the cub squeals when it wants to nurse or be repositioned. Regular loud squeals are signs of a healthy cub. Oh my so, god. So Janine, that little sound we heard earlier was a precursor to this. <laughs> <laughs> that could very well be. <laughs> well, oh my gosh, the cuteness. Oh, wow. So what else do we have on this? Um, we have, how do you determine if a panda cub is male or female? Uh oh. Ooh, good question. <laughs> oh. So well, it must not says, be the traditional way. <laughs> yeah. It says external genitalia in bears doesn't develop until the bear is several months old. The best and most reliable way to determine a bear cub sex is through DNA analysis. Ooh. Um, and then it says they will normally take that uh, by obtaining a gentle cheek swab during a veterinary exam. Oh, hmm. okay. Well, I did so not. That's the first one. Interesting. The next one is when and why do the zoo's panda cubs go back to China? Ah. Um, so that says any baby born to May, uh, I'm not sure if it's pronounced, it's X-I-A-N-G, so May Qiang, I think. Yeah. And Tian Tian belongs to China. And the oh. zoo will send the offspring to China at about age four, so it can become part of the breeding population there. Oh, In yeah. December 2009, the zoo announced that Tai Shan would be sent to China in early 2010 per the zoo's agreement with the China Wildlife Conservation Association. Oh. 
He left the zoo for China on February 4th, 2010. Mei Chiang's second surviving cub, Bao Bao, departed for China February 21st, 2017, and her third surviving cub, Bei Bei, departed for China November 19th, 2019. Okay. Wow. Okay. Mm. Yes. More good trivia. Yeah. All right. Very nice. Shall we step on over to the... Uh, yeah, I'm actually kind of Is there a bear cam? Or if the outdoor cam has any pandas on it here oh yeah yeah, yeah let's see yeah, if we five. see any let's see mm, it's still only showing the two inside enclosures ah. right now maybe they change it up yeah. and there's no one on the inside uh or the other inside Ooh, let's see do we have any movement from the other two guys oh we have a a sleeping baby panda has turned over rolled oh, over oh, away oh. from the camera <laughs> now we see his back <laughs> oh, and the mom just got up. Uh, she walked towards the baby like two steps away from the large pile of bamboo. And now she's sniffing the ground. Oh, she's on all fours. Yeah. Gotta make Something's sure the going kid's on not, here. you know, not getting into anything. Right. <laughs> well, and it could be if it's if the weather's not so good there. Uh, yeah. They want to stay inside. That's yeah. Now she's yeah. walking towards the baby, actually. Um, she's blocking him and she actually stumbled over a ball while she was walking over there. Aww. And now she's stepping over the baby, waking him up. Oh, and she just slid down next to him and Aww. she just rolled on her back. And then the baby also rolled on his back at the same time. Oh, <laughs> cuteness. So, oh, so I just see the mom's the belly. The just... <laughs> now he's taking a few steps closer to her. Oh my gosh. This they is kind cool. of went through a little doorway um, that's on the edge of the enclosure. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not sure if that leads to the other room. I could maybe check the other cam and see if they're in there because mm -hmm. I can just see their backs now. Mm -hmm. It's definitely another inside area, but it might be uh, area without that a camera. That's an so adorable we'll thing to see it mm -hmm. live and in person. Yeah. Okay. I don't see them on the other camera, so that must mm -hmm. be a different room where they're slightly out of view, maybe. Now I'm curious. Uh, as an aside to um, watching our lovely panda mom and baby, if you were actually at the zoo, how do you see these enclosures? I mean, what do the uh, fully sighted zoo guests see? Is there glass for them to watch? Mm -hmm. From the inside, there is glass. Um, so there's two walls um, that are painted with kind of the mountain scene. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's two walls that are glass. So I'm assuming that's probably where the visitors would look in. Okay, so the visitors would be looking in there and, and seeing all that. And mm -hmm. I think it's so cool that things that we, you know, prior to Ira could not ever imagine knowing because, you know, you're with family and friends and they're oh. doing their best to describe. But but the way you described how that was, was it's just oh, really put was us there, awesome. put us there. Because most people would say, well, they're laying on their backs. Now they're up, they're walking, you know, they're yeah. out. You know, you wouldn't get the detail. It's another plus for Ira mm -hmm. as a visual interpreter. Absolutely. And She's also, speaking, speaking uh -huh. of visual interpreters and the ability to Google while we <gasps> oh, do this. Oh, can we Google and you find out weather. sounds? Oh, and the weather, yes. Let's yeah. find out what the weather is there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and sounds. I forgot about sounds. And, and panda, the, the little... Oh, yeah, pop, panda sounds. That's a very good idea. Yeah. Making his little shrieky noise <laughs> like any toddler who wants food <laughs> no, I know. let's see all right so the videos that come up we have a youtube video from polish dr doolittle that's the name of their youtube page and it says cute pandas bleeding sheep like sound and making other sounds that's the okay. first one um, do you want to try that one? It's 47 yeah. seconds. And I think oh, yeah. we'll have yeah, to share your Alrighty. awesome sound. Yes, my sound. Let me do that. All right. I'm going to play that now. Well, actually, it's loading. Then I'm going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> there might be an ad, so we'll see. Grammarly can yep. help you write an ad. I can use that for now. <laughs> All right. We can play that now. Here it comes. It's loading. Oh. So this is showing a pretty large panda. Looks like it's probably a giant panda that's adult size or close to adult size. Mm -hmm. Sitting in some grass. Its hind legs forward on the ground. 
And now the camera, uh, the panda's walking, the camera's following the panda. <laughs> and it's just showing different clips of the panda making the sound and walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a combo of bugs and panda sound. Yeah, I, was say, I think I might have made that noise once. <laughs> um, or it's quite cold. <laughs> So there's that one. That's the panda sound. <laughs> They're right. I don't know then, why that, that just never sounds like what I would imagine them to sound like. I know. Yeah, me neither. Like a big bear noise. And yeah. <laughs> Should I look for baby panda sounds? Because that one was, uh, mm-hmm. it looked like it might be full grown. Mm-hmm. Baby panda sounds. See, this is the fun of looking things up with a visual interpreter. You can go down as many rabbit holes as you want. <laughs> Standing right there at the panda exhibit. Yep. <laughs> so this is called uh, Pandapia HD. It's the first one that came up. It says baby panda joint, uh, born in uh, Chengdu research base of giant panda breeding in 2017. Hmm. So we'll play that. just on the ground now indoors very small panda that was a yawn that sound oh my gosh i didn't see any teeth in his mouth when he yawned either oh so very young panda yeah adorable oh man and what what's our weather over there today are they yeah. Uh, at the zoo or at uh, yeah, where they would be at in the, the, no, at, at the zoo? Oh, yeah. Let's see. So all of our listeners in the Washington, D.C. area, you're probably getting rained on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Yeah. Washington, D.C. Spring weather. weather. Mm-hmm. Here we're in the mid to lower or mid to uh, upper 50s and it rained earlier and it's soggy and wet and yuck. <laughs> uh, we are in the high 80s. Oh, oh, a little jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous. Yeah. Ooh. Looks like DC's 70 right now. It oh. is partly cloudy. Um, okay. It does look like it is supposed to rain um, like in an hour or so. Oh, that's practically a perfect day okay. in DC, though. Don't have the hot sun, <laughs> got a good temperature for walking around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, Should we go back okay. and see the big cats for Shay? The lions? Yeah, let's do the big cats. Yeah. Ooh, lions, yeah. Lion cam, here we go. All right, let's see. All right, it does say, uh, please note that due to technical issues, the lion cam does not currently have sound enabled. So just a okay. heads up. No worries. We can get our own sound. That's right. <laughs> true. We know what the lion says. <laughs> okay, so here I see an outdoor enclosure. Um, there are kind of trees sprinkled throughout the enclosure. I see about six trees. Um, and then around the enclosure, there is kind of like a moat. A situation so it's kind of like a small river um that kind of borders the enclosure and it's tiered um so it's basically like a lower level which is kind of just like grassy and there's some logs um then then there's the next tier that goes higher up um mm-hmm. and there's more grass on that tier um and it looks like there also might be entrance or eg- exit for the lions maybe to go inside um because i kind of see two lion sized uh squares in some cement um that looks like it would go inside and outside Hmm. and then there's another tier um and then two more large lion-sized squares uh, in that one (laughs) so that looks like uh it's probably a den as well and then on top of that tier there's more grass um so it looks like they're basically uh cemented and then grass on top um so it's probably some structure underneath there Mm -hmm. Um, And then on the back, there's a wall. It looks very windy, um, and I can tell it's cloudy. Uh, Mm -hmm. The leaves are moving in the branches quite a lot, and I do not see any lions. Oh, no. But that's what I see on the lion cam. Ah, so there must be. Um, And it looks like visitors could probably see, at least from outside, from beyond Mm -hmm. the moat, because there's a tall wall around the edge. And then I also see, like, a metal railing. Um, Okay. That's oh, probably yeah. how you'd view them. So they don't, the visitors wouldn't cross the moat. 
Oh, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I would hope the lions wouldn't either. <laughs> There's also some planks of wood tied to all of the trees, um, like flat planks of wood. Um, and they're basically going from like the trunk of the tree up about like probably six feet or taller. So I wonder if that's to stop them from trying to climb them. I'm not sure. But it's on all of the trees. Or maybe it's like for scratching. Maybe it'll say in the FAQs. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> check it out. And they don't so, have an indoor cam, do they? I don't see one. I just see this one cam here. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. So there is some info. It says, is that a tiger on the lion cam? And it does say, yes, the great cactus exhibits home lions as well as Sumatran. And, and then if we go to read more, there's more information. Ah, mm -hmm. gotcha. gotcha. Um, did you want me to click on more info? Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, it just expands. So oh. as well as Sumatran and Amur tigers consists of three yards that are connected by tunnels. That was the tiered area with the large squares for entry point. Um, below each enclosure, keepers have the flexibility to move the big cats around these three yards at any time. Moving the animals around is a great way to give them environmental enrichment and can be essential for management practices like breeding. So you may occasionally see a tiger on the lion cam. It says, it looks like one of the lions is limping. Is he okay? If you've been following our lions, you may remember that Luke is undergoing treatments for a lesion on his spine. Mm. Uh, the lesion causes an occasional limp on his right front leg. About twice a week, Luke lays calmly next to the mesh of his enclosure as keepers administer a deep tissue laser therapy. He also visits the veterinary hospital occasionally for electroacupuncture and dry needle acupuncture treatments. We began these treatments in spring 2018. Although this is a degenerative issue, meaning that like some human ailments, it progresses with age, these treatments make Luke more comfortable and help soothe any pain he may be experiencing. Um, and then they just have info about the audio, which we already oh, read at the top. That is okay. very cool. So uh, I've had two guide dogs now that have had spinal issues and they got those exact same treatments. And they mm. oh my gosh. love it. Oh my gosh, they love the laser thing because it reduces yeah. or uh, releases all those endorphins. And it's like, yeah, wow. Mm -hmm. Just lion laying down there, like, yeah, give me my laser. <laughs> oh. mm -hmm. So I, I wonder if they're being some at this point, since they're not above where we can see them, if they're down below and maybe being, um, you know, attended to by the. Yeah. Yeah, mm, that could be it yeah okay are we ready for mole rats <laughs> okay i bet I you they're gonna be on the cam <laughs> they will and i bet they're so, actually probably kind of cute but <laughs> a mole rat like mole like under the ground mole or yep. Mm -hmm. Or mall, mall as in M A L L. M O L. Yeah. As in a person right. hanging out at the mall. Yeah. There's actually two mole rat cams. You guys are lucky. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> so here, there's some info about them, and then also an FAQs page as well. Did you want like the short blurb about yeah, them? Let's I would like to know because I don't know them. Yeah. Yeah. So it says naked mole rats live underground and are the only true you social mammals spending their lives in large colonies with a single breeding female. Watch as the zoo's colony eats, sleeps, and explores its habitat, which features 16 chambers and nearly 25 feet of winding tunnels to patrol. Have a question? Check out the Naked Mole Rat Cam FAQs. Um, and we do have the cam here, or the first one. It's a giant habit trail. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a little foggy. I don't know if it got some dust or dirt on the camera, but I can still see. Um, so we're looking at a small area. Um, we're close to the ground, so it's hard to tell how big it is exactly. Um, I would say maybe like a large box size, um, like you get in a, if you deliver order something. Um, there's a rock on the ground. There's some wood chips kind of scattered on the ground. The walls kind of look like a, a stony texture. And the floor looks like kind of a hard packed dirt texture. Um, and then the wall across from the camera, there is a uh, round hole. Um, and it looks like the size of a rat. Um, and then on the right, there is what looks like it's probably the glass. 
Um, I think it might be one way uh, glass because it looks dark from this uh, perspective. And I know mole rats do like darkness. So maybe that would be why. Mm -hmm. um, but I, when we turned on the cam first, um, there was a mole rat here. And then as soon as we went to this camera, it was like he saw us because he scurried into the hole. Um, but there's like some lettuce here. And then it looks like two pieces of fruit, an orange fruit, and then a green fruit of some kind. Um, so it was like taking a snack and then ran off. But let's see the other one. Yeah, don't look, I'm naked. <laughs> very stupid question. But uh -oh. the, the lettuces... Are they the small ones or are they the ones that like giraffe seat, the really huge uh, <laughs> giant mm -hmm. ones? It kind of looks like a piece of like a couple pieces of romaine lettuce. So kind of larger. Oh. Um, it looks like it could also maybe be kale, but like the curly kale mm. to be specific. Yeah. <laughs> One of those two. <laughs> yeah, because um, I don't know if they could eat large pieces of lettuce because they're. they're are they big? They tear it apart. Yeah. They're like, um, let's see what it says about size. I think they're probably like less than 12 inches, probably more than six, but I don't know if you're counting the tail or not. So let's see if it says, because um, the tail's pretty long. Looking at the FAQs to see. Um, I don't see an FAQ about that. Do you want me to check on Google to see how large they are? Yeah, sure. let's see. Yeah. Because I can't imagine. Um, Ooh, wow. I just can't imagine them. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. And when they say I can describe them as well, if you'd like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, we, we, yeah. Need, we need people to know what they look like. That's All right. right. So yeah. naked mole rat average size is what I looked up. Um, according to Encyclopedia of Life, um, an adult is about 5.1 inches. Mm. Um, and actually their tails are kind of short. So that mm. I think if they're counting the tail, like it's it wouldn't be much of the tail would be that uh, one like. inches okay that's a nice okay and it says 1.2 ounces oh wow oh they're tiny guys. they don't and then to give you a mental picture um so they're very well they're that size so quite small um all of the ones i've seen i'm not sure if they come in different colors but all the ones that i've seen so far uh on the zoo website and then here are pink so they're mm. kind of like a very fleshy pink color, um, kind uh. of like uh, tones of pink. I'm seeing a little bit of purple in there um, and then just wow. kind of pale uh, skin. And um, they've got little uh, five fingered hands. Um, they kind of almost look like people hands, but with sharper nails. Oh, my God. Um, and their bodies are super wrinkly, I think, so that they can climb easily and like retract. Um, they have kind of small, uh, hind legs, um, pretty short tail. And then they have these, their eyes, at least in this picture, it looks like a little black dot, um, on its face. <laughs> oh my. Its face is kind of rounded. Um, no ears, just kind of like little holes for ears. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also again, the nose just looks like two nostrils, but like nothing else to it. It's just a little bit pinker there. Mm -hmm. And then kind wow. of sprouting from the nose are two very pointy uh, teeth. Um, so the two front teeth and they kind of curve down slightly and they're kind of like a yellowish orange color. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it looks like if the mouth is closed, they're still like out from what I can tell. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! It's like kind of always protruding. Like saber rat. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we should do a couple of FAQs about them. Yeah. Again, so yeah, people let's... can win that trivia on the mole rat. That's right. All right. Oh so God. there's not as many as the um, panda FAQs here, mm. but let's see. We have, why are there no naked mole rats on the camera? I feel like we might know that already mm. based off of all the tunnels they were talking about. <laughs> um, next one is, a naked mole rat is upside down and not moving. Is it okay? that's how they sleep but oh, uh yes naked mole rats behavior when they are asleep mm -hmm. it's oh, just wow. as unusual as when they are awake <laughs> it says they sometimes choose to sleep upside down with their feet in the air this position can look startling to humans but it's normal for them the mole rats will wake up and move when the members of the colony walk past or over them <laughs> um, oh it says they also sleep in groups huddled in chambers or in tunnels 
Aww. Um, it's not unusual for them to sleep during the day. They're nearly blind and live underground. So they're not on a circadian rhythm. They are active oh. throughout the day and night, sleeping whenever they want instead of specific times. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, circadian rhythm, okay. Well, yeah. they need some Hetlios for their uh, 24, non-24 disorder there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then we have, <laughs> what's that spot on the, make, the naked mole rat skin? You okay. okay. <laughs> All these questions are like scary to open. <laughs> All righty. Naked mole rats have translucent skin that ranges from slightly pink to grayish. It is possible to see some of their organs and their tiny identification chips through their skin. That explains mm-hmm. the purple that I was seeing ah. in that picture. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All 17 members of the colony, with the exception of the queen who is bigger, look almost identical. Keepers tell them apart by scanning the IG. ID chips implemented under their skin with a chip reader. The chip reader displays the identification number assigned to the mole rat, um, the date of birth, and the sex. Mm. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Got four okay. more questions. I'm not grossed out. I'm not grossed out. <laughs> <laughs> Which naked mole rat is the queen? The uh, queen is the largest naked mole rat in the colony. However, based on the positioning of the webcam, it can be difficult to distinguish her from the other mole rats. <laughs> see and then uh the next two questions are actually quite uh similar one is why are the naked mole rats climbing all over each other and then one is why are the naked mole rats lying in a pile on top of each other oh uh, and then are they warm. fighting yep probably yeah yep. <laughs> Fight, fighters to stay warm that's mm-hmm. my guess um yep they pile to keep themselves warm and to regulate their body temperatures oh. um and, and then it says think of uh, them like cold-blooded mammals. Oh, and they're. I don't know. I think they're ready for some you bears. You don't want one. <laughs> oh, come on. You're mole ratted out. Oh. Do you want to see the second cam just yeah, in case there's yeah, a rat on there? I forgot about the second cam. Let's see if we got anybody over there. <laughs> Alrighty, let's go and it's see. A pile of them in there. Yeah. <laughs> so see, Stephanie does not want one for a pet. Check. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> no. So Cam two. Ooh, Stephanie, you're in luck. I do not see any more rats. Oh, <laughs> oh darn! Oh darn! We're gonna have to go. Oh, so it just sad. shows uh, two tunnels. Um, and it's showing they're oh. clear tunnels, kind of like hamster tubes. Like if you ever had a pet hamster. Oh yeah. Um, so it's showing from the outside of the tunnels, and then okay. I guess if you they climb through them, you could see them. But oh my well, gosh. you know what. I, I can't leave the mole rat without having a sound. Of the mole oh. rat. They make a sound. What Ooh. do they sound like? This will this will be nightmarish for me. Oh, it probably will. Scratchy, scratchy. Oh, yes. I I am dying of curiosity. And do they have the naked mole rat sound? Okay. Uh, the Oregon Zoo YouTube page actually has no way a video that says, oh, it says meet the naked mole rat. Um, is there one that's specific to sound? Let's see. <laughs> the naked Jimmy, mole how rat. Did you, how did you oh, land on this queen. subject, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I had no idea they had this live cam. Like, oh, how interesting. Okay, <laughs> this one, mdc-berlin.de has an article with a video and it says naked mole rats speak in dialect that might have okay. the sound effects oh, let's, try. Okay. let's see if we've got some it might be in german but that's okay the mole rat probably doesn't speak german um okay i'm going to press play there's an image of the mole rat on the thumbnail from the side profile and I guess I can maybe skip ahead if you want me to, because it looks like someone's going to be talking at the beginning. Let's see. Yep. <laughs> Let's see. Waiting for her to say something. She's smiling at the camera. It says, who are you? Oh, it's English. My name is Allison Barker, and I'm a researcher here uh, at the MDC in the lab of Professor Gary Lewin. We are so I'm just pausing to let you know that it's two minutes and 20 seconds. So do you want to continue or did you want me to skip ahead? Well, let's, well what do you think, Janine? Uh-huh. Wanna- I could like skip to the yeah, rap part yeah. if you want. Skip to the rap part. <laughs> I want to, yeah. And really, I'm just curious how they sound. Do they sound like you're chipping? Yeah. Okay. So now I see a thumbnail here with some rats. So let's see if we can hear them. 
speaking German, hopefully you would still understand what I'm saying, but it would be clear that I am not a native German speaker. And so what we found with the naked mole rats, which was quite surprising, is that they do something similar. They can uh, communicate individual identity and also sort of colony identity, so where they were raised and um, what their social membership is. We think this is a really exciting finding because it suggests um, that they do something similar to humans um, and that we can use them as a model to understand how communication helps to organize uh, complex social groups. Okay, so I heard them. I don't know if you guys heard I them. I was kind of behind yeah. 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 Just squeaking. Yep. Squeaking. Squeaks. Mm -hmm. that. Here's another video thumbnail area where I can see rats if you want me to try there as well. Yeah, let's, yeah, just... let's just do one more. Yeah. Okay. I'll see what oh, big. So they're not very interested in adopting new members. So we think that having a distinct vocal dialect may help with this separation or this exclusion. Um, but it's also possible that um, having a vocal dialect is used for cohesion within the colony to make sure mm -hmm. that everyone is obeying the queen because it's really important that she have sort of an iron rule over the colony. They have to share limited resources and having a strong ruler is sort of necessary for their survival. So they didn't play the sound that much, but um, one of the cool visuals from that was um, she basically was putting the rats together um, so that they'd be communicating with each other in a clear kind of plastic tube. And then there was a little tiny itty bitty, like probably like two inch microphone in the tube. Oh my God. <laughs> so it was kind of funny because it looked like the same as like a microphone that someone would use for stand up or something. Um, <laughs> and then it was being recorded through the computer. So yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting how they, um, their society is and they've established norms and rules and things mm -hmm. like just any other society. I mean, you don't think of them that way. I, I didn't think of them yeah. at all. <laughs> well, I'm going to try not to now that I can see some of their organs through their skin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so what other live cams do we have? Do we have any? Yeah. The only one we haven't seen is the elephant cam, but we could also check the lion cam again and see if they're out at some point as well. Yeah. Uh, well and we'll and I, I guess we don't have a bear cam. Just the Probably panda. Not. Panda, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The only, only got cats. Big cats. Like, yeah. so leopards are, are not considered in the lion family? No, they're they are a okay, whole there's a different, different whole yep, another. They are a whole different family. They are panthers so, and leopards are actually the same thing. Oh, oh okay. Mostly. Well, I <laughs> failed my <laughs> first zoo test. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> I know, people, I was supposed to learn this at the San Diego Zoo. That took me forever to learn that a panther and a leopard oh. are, are, they're, within the same group whatever mm -hmm. that group is i think after. lions are cats and they're big and all big cats are lions and yeah. them <laughs> and <laughs> yes <laughs> right. let's, there's let's also an animals a to z so if there were any animals that aren't on cams that you wanted to look up um they might have videos or something if not yeah. live cam so. Right. so we're gonna go to the big cats Let's yeah. check back with the cats and then check in on the elephants. I don't know if they've got a baby here or not. Mm -hmm. um, I think the Columbus Zoo just lost one of their babies, unfortunately. Aww. Yeah. Okay, so we can search by type. So I search for mammals. And then we can search also by uh, conservation status if we want to. And then also, of course, name. So we could search specifically endangered, critically endangered, extinct in the wild vulnerable, near threatened, or least concern. Let's and let's see, let's try uh -huh. leopard. Let's search for leopards. Leopard. Mm -hmm. See what we got here. Ooh, so they have a clouded leopard. Ooh. Um, they Touch have a caracal lynx. <gasps> oh, and a cheetah. Clouded Fishing cat. Oh. Did you want to do the clouded leopard? They might yeah. have another Let's type of leopard too. I'm not leopard. sure. Yet. And then I have to, I have to wonder about the fishing cat as we get to the <laughs> near the top of the hour, because yes. we could yes. spend eight hours here. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Absolutely, We're just in these big cats. The fishing cat is fascinating. Fishing cat. Yeah. All right. So here it says Asia Trail clouded leopard class oh. uh, mammalia order Carnivora. Um, and then it has the family genus as well, and the genus and species, and it's loading a YouTube, looks like. Um, and then there's also some images. Oh, wow. 
Oh, okay. So this is um, kind of like a video that's embedded from YouTube, I think, and it's just showing um, kind of as a banner. Um, and right now the clouded leopard is walking along a tree branch. Um, so let's see, and jumping from tree branch. It has a very, very long uh, kind of wide fluffy tail. Um, let's see, it's zoomed back in on the face. Okay, there we go. Um, and then it has kind of these black stripes going from its ears down its neck. And then the spots on the body are much larger than a regular leopard. Um, and they're outlined in black. And then the inside of the spots are kind of a dark brown and the leopard, at least the ones they have here are tan. Hmm. And then we've got white on the belly um, and a little bit of white under the chin. The back of the ears are black with a white dot. And then we've got some smaller dots on the top of the head that are also black and a pink nose. They have a very broad face um, in terms of features, much broader than like a cheetah or, um, but less broad than a tiger, but it's very strong face with strong prominent chin and like kind of jaw and, and snout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And huge <laughs> paws. Like the, each like finger of the paw is like, just like almost a large like circle, like huge paws wow. in comparison to the size of their body anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. They almost look like comically big. <laughs> so these so. are called clouded leopards. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming that clouded is because of the way the spots look. Yeah, because right? they're and so big and light in the middle. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so on the other leopards, by contrast, their spots are much smaller. Mm -hmm. I think just a dark, solid spot. On a, on a brown body? Yeah, I think on uh, African leopards, it's much smaller and like kind of more contrast with the body. Mm -hmm. um, so they're still uh, two-toned, but they're uh, just more contrast. This is kind of more of like a faded color inside. Mm -hmm. okay. And that's because these guys live in jungles, basically. And mm -hmm. so this keeps them really well camouflaged up in the trees. You would look yeah. up and never know it was up there mm -hmm. <laughs> until it jump down on your head with those big oh. <laughs> actually how most people get killed by leopards so yeah yeah <laughs> frightening <laughs> trivia facts <laughs> they have a lot underneath the photo there's so there's like a video that kind of replays over and over and then they have uh, a bunch of images and then below that they have a bunch of information like a fact sheet meet the animals conservation conservation status which is vulnerable and fun mm -hmm. facts. And the first fact is that clouded leopards can open their mouth to an impressive 100 degree angle. Whoa. 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 Quite large. Yikes. <laughs> oh my that's gosh. A lot of, that's a lot of opening. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Do they have a picture of that? Let me see. Oh, um, I can't even imagine. They don't. In all of the pictures, there's only one picture uh, out of the five where the leopard's mouth is open, but it's just kind of panting slightly. It's mm -hmm. not like, mm -hmm. gotcha. Doesn't have yeah. a big giant. Yeah, yeah you probably mm -hmm. need like a hunting picture wow. for that one. Right. There's also right. a meet the animals tab. So maybe they have more pictures. Yeah. There. Oh Let's my gosh. Mm. No pictures. It just says their names. Mm -hmm. Two clouded leopard cubs, a male named Pytoon and a female named Jillian. Oh, mm -hmm. they live together. Well, believe it or not, we're almost at the top of the hour, but we have to look at the fishing cat. Yes, let's go to the, fish. to the fishing cats. We have <laughs> fishing cat. Time flies. And, oh my yes, gosh, you does. guys, we could spend hours here. And I'm telling you, you know, there's got to be a good shot. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Access partners, guys. So, you know. Mm -hmm. this yes, is we've just great. dipped your toe in the oh, waters of the absolutely. National absolutely. Oh my gosh. So much more to see. This is on All my right. list when I go back to DC. Mm -hmm. So here is the fishing cat. There's an image. Oh, and it's a slideshow, so it just moved. Um, the fishing cat is, let's see how big it is. The leopard, it's at about 50 pounds. The clouded leopard. Um, mm -hmm. This one is adult male, 18 to 31 pounds. Oh. Mm. Um, so this one, um, I'm noticing the differences are it's more of like a grayish kind of dusty brown, kind of more like a stony color. Mm. Um, it doesn't have those large spots. It just has black, small spots um, and they vary in size. Um, its legs are much smaller. It has a very fluffy belly with kind of like some white hairs kind of on the ends of the hair. Mm. Uh, its eyes are much closer together and very frontwards. Um, ah. Their eyes are like 
very close together for a cat. Um, and they're pretty large and at least this cat, it's like showing me kind of a hazel green, um, with some brown flecks in it. Um, also in comparison to the cloud leopard, much smaller ears. Um, and then on its face, we've got a pink nose and let me just change photos to get the face again. All right. And then, yeah, pink nose, um, kind of like short, uh, white whiskers and a white chin. And then some stripes going from the eyes uh, to the back of the head towards the neck. Oh. Um, and a much smaller uh, kind of more petite mouth area than and snout um, than the clouded leopard. And I would say it almost resembles like a very obviously large in comparison um, tabby cat. Oh almost my. like in coloring. <laughs> it's just a little bit more gray than that. But, mm-hmm. very but it's called a fishing cat. Yeah, one of the pictures actually shows it by some water on okay. sitting on a rock, like perched, mm-hmm. um, just kind of like the way a house cat would perch, kind of. Um, <laughs> and there are some uh, kind of like twigs in the background, and you see like some very muddy water, and the cat's paws are muddy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how they must get their food is totally by diving into the water and catching fish. Yeah, it says, right. fun fact, unlike many cat species, fishing cats readily swim their front toes are partially webbed and their claws protrude slightly even when retracted. And it's an adaptation for fishing. Their round elongated head is also adapted for diving. Oh, that explains. And the eyes being close together helps with the the vision to to Mm -hmm. fish. Oh, cool. It says they're found across South and Southeast Asia, but the natural range is unknown. Um, and it says the western reaches its range uh, extends into Pakistan, cutting east to Cambodia. Oh wow! Um, and then the northern part range extends to the Himalayan foothills, which run south to Sri Lanka and Thailand. And they're vulnerable but not endangered. Oh, fishing! Awesome. Well, I've learned something new today about. There you, go. there you go. And I think that one and the lynx are the only ones that really swim. Mm. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. And yeah. okay, I just have to pay a visit to the elephant cam because I know we're going to go over. But yes. Let's see if we can see elephants. Elephant Somehow cam I time. I it, but we'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> okay, there's one camera for the elephants. So let's see. Fingers uh-huh. crossed. Yep. <gasps> Yay, we've got oh, two elephants. Nice. Yeah. So it's showing inside, um, it's a very large enclosure. It looks like there's like a, maybe dust or sand on the floor. Um, and then there's also pillars kind of holding up the uh, structure of the enclosure. So you can tell it's a very large space. Um, we've got a little pool of water. Um, that's kind of half of a circle uh, size, like half circle. And then we've got one elephant. It doesn't look like full grown. Um, oh maybe like an adolescent, I'm not sure, um, but it is not as large as they can get. It is an Indian uh, elephant, or sorry, an Asian elephant. Um, it's got small ears in comparison to the African elephant. Uh-huh. This one has no tusks. His mm-hmm. tail is wagging, um, and the elephant <laughs> is standing kind of right in front of the camera next to a log between um, a log and the uh, pool of water for them to swim in. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Standing up and then also kind of like uh, is, it's is the trunk. official word for that an adolescent? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I love that. I think so. <laughs> <An adolescent>. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, it's kind of moving its trunk back and forth, like kind of waving it uh, in front of its face a little bit and then kind of against the ground and curling it up. And it just brought something up to its mouth and then back down again. But I don't think it actually... Not sure what it's getting because all I'm seeing there is like the dust. Mm-hmm. I wonder if so maybe there's some fine little morsels he's getting on the floor. The other one is farther back um, towards where it looks like there's probably an entrance to outside. There are mm-hmm. windows in this indoor enclosure, so you can kind of see where the sunlight is coming from. Um, so that's where the other one is. It looks slightly smaller than the one in the front here. Um, and it's standing with its back to us, and um, there's like a little hole in front of it with a rope hanging down from it and then what looks like a uh some type of a net like it might be a toy it's like a colorful red net looks like maybe they would put something in there for enrichment um 
And then in the foreground, we can also see like the elephant has like uh, these kind of large wide feet um, that are just kind of complete circles. Like the footprint would be a circle. Um, and then these little oh. like nubs that I'm assuming are like their toenails that are showing up kind of whitish or like a very light gray. And I think I'm also seeing some some hairs on this guy's head, some little black hairs. Oh, <laughs> he's a very dark uh, color. I think dark brown. Ooh. Oh, I always thought they were gray. Yeah, he's in shadow a bit. So he might actually be gray, but he's just looking uh, dark brown from the shadow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And showing off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do we do we have time for a quick couple of facts about him? Yeah. Yeah, let's, or I don't know if we have time, but yeah, I'm down for facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. National Zoo's Asian elephants, Spike, Bozi, Kamala, Swarna, and Maharani. Mm. Um, so and they have a community center, which is where they're inside now, and then also outside in their yards, but there's no video of that at the moment. Mm-hmm. And let's see what it says about them. So here on this page, I see Asian elephant. So that has kind of probably information. Okay, so this one, there's a large photo of one. This one looks like it's probably full grown. Um, so again, I see the little black hairs on its head, but also on its back as well. Oh. Um, this one has kind of pinkish tusk um, with kind of like a gray spots on it. Oh. Um, its ears are fanned out and it's a bit more wrinkly than the other one, which is why it also looks older. Um, and it has some kind of like dust on its back and on its head. Looks like maybe it just came out of a mud bath a little while ago. <laughs> and then there's a picture of one outside um, spraying itself with water from one of the pools. Um, and that one has kind of pink on the edges of his ears. So his ears are like that dark gray color, but then the edges are pink with little dark gray spots. Oh. And then you can see the little white toenails again that one looks a bit younger and then there's an image of one with very large tusks um small ears with pink along the edges uh kind of some chin hairs and then a bunch of uh like hay and dirt on top of its back and head oh wow (laughs) um and this one looks much broader than the other ones um like it's uh, it has kind of like a hump on its back and it's much larger wow so let's see there are some facts here Okay. Um, so one of them is not all elephants develop visible tusks. In Asian elephants, only some males have large prominent tusks. Most female and some male Asian elephants have small tusks called tushes, T-U-S-H-E-S, which okay. seldom protrude more than an inch or two from the lip line. Oh, how interesting. Huh. Mm-hmm. I and then there's that. also info about the specific elements um, and kind of how or elephants, not elephants, and their story and where they came from and that kind of stuff. So about each one, if you wanted to know about any of them. See, this, folks, is what you can find at the National Zoo and the kind of information that you can get, these awesome descriptions. All right, we got to pop over to the gift shop. Let's see if they have their gift shop. Gift shop time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All righty, let's see. For the zoo lovers among oh, your family and friends, I bet this is great. Ridiculous amounts of money at the zoo gift shop. Assuming that will be in maybe support. We've got donate, volunteer, giving societies. Corporate giving, adopt a species, Ooh. matching gifts, maybe visit. Oh, yeah, maybe visit. Parking and directions, zoo map, safety and park rules, FAQs about visiting, food and shopping. Shopping? shopping. Food and shopping. <laughs> Let's try it. Okay. Oh, so that's just showing actually just the food oh. they have. So let me try the search bar for the gift shop. Yeah. And some of these places don't have their gift shops open right now. So even online, unfortunately. Well, I will tell you folks. You you lost me at I could donate or I could uh, buy a species. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I would like to own his own mole rat. (laughs) 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 He would like to be king of the mole. No, 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 no. I want to own my own elephant. Oh, yeah. yeah. Aww. That would be awesome. Or That'd be very cool. My own panda. There uh-huh. we go. Yeah. That would be uh-huh. it. Yeah, my own panda. I would totally go for that. We adopted <laughs> a leopard from the zoo for a year. We adopted a leopard, so we paid for I would, a leopard. It was uh, awesome. I would have a choice in that matter. I mm-hmm. would be 
adopting a leopard out of my own non-interests oh, but yeah. yes i would uh-huh, definitely uh-huh to keep the household <laughs> happy yep yep <laughs> all right so i found a shop button it was actually at the bottom of the page so that's loading now and cool wow. so it says it's actually the smithsonian Ooh. store okay. um, that's where it directed okay. us to oh, so um i'm not sure if it's all serious money over the years yeah <laughs> The homepage that it brought me to is so far all panda stuff. Um, oh. So I'm seeing a for her section for him oh and my. for kids. Oh my. <laughs> and then there's also uh, apparel, accessory, games, and books decor. Oh boy. <laughs> then gifts, jewelry, new, and sale. Oh my goodness. Well, let's yeah. let's go to the for her section yeah, so that Shay can get a gift. Can, that's right. That's right. All mm-hmm. right. So, pay attention because you got to tell them what you want here. So <laughs> for her, first thing are women's penguin slippers. Oh, um, they're Jeez. light blue, um, kind of soft uh, sleeping uh, wintertime slippers. So they've got kind of fuzzy white fleece on the inside, kind of a creamy white color. Mm-hmm. Um, then the outside is light blue, and then there's four snowflakes on each foot on the top of the slipper. Um, and then one foot has a adult penguin and a baby penguin on an iceberg, and then the other uh, slipper has two kind of adolescent, I guess, penguins oh on the gosh. iceberg. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Those laughs> you see, great. they have water globes, masks, ornaments. Oh, an adult a mask with a lion on it. So it's a lion's mouth where your mouth would go. Oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) See, we need that. uh, We need that clouded leopard with the big mouth open. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, with the mouth open, that'd be so scary. (laughs) (laughs) There's woman's sloth slippers, uh, woman's nighttime owl slippers. Yeah. Sloth slippers. Sloth slippers. Oh, man. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're like a lavender purple, and then they have a branch on the top of the foot with a light brown uh, smiling at the camera or towards the person looking at them. uh, Oh, my gosh. Sloth and then the fleece on the inside. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can see a lot of money spent. There's a lot of stuff. There's an enamel turtle pin. It's a tiger zoo uh, baseball cap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lion and lioness bookends Ooh. Ooh. coiled snake pin that looks like it's like bedazzled or something Ooh. like that it's like <laughs> crusted with little gems <laughs> very nice cool very cool well I want to thank you so much Sierra this has been oh my gosh we could be here for hours you guys <laughs> we could be here for absolutely hours this is the National Zoo and the website is I believe let's see if I'm going to get this right nationalzoo.si for Smithsonian Institute.edu I believe mm-hmm is the website and again this is part of our access offer for the smithsonian so if you visit here live and in person after may 21st i'm so excited they're going to reopen yes Um, you will be able to have your ira agent with you as you visit the zoo and be sure to uh, contact them ahead of time about special tours because many of the smithsonian museums uh, can make arrangements for some special tactile tours and things like that Uh, but you can also look at them online and we're working on getting that offer back into the app so you can actually click on that one uh, and activate it with your agent so I got to tell you, guys, um, Afternoon at the Museum has been just so much fun. We're going to take a week off next week, but May is, let's see, Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And to celebrate that, we are going to New Zealand on the 14th of May. We are headed to the Tipapa Museum. I know I'm going to mispronounce that. So you're all going to like all you New Zealanders are going to laugh at me. (laughs) But that is a museum where we're going to take a look at Maori art and culture and history of the Maori people who are one of the uh, peoples in the Pacific Islands. And then we're working on a special for you that will be available not as a live program, but as a uh, 
a YouTube video for you about the Polynesian Cultural Center in Hawaii. If you've ever been to Hawaii, you know, or if you're planning to go, go to the Polynesian Cultural Center. It's awesome. And then on the 21st, we will be at the American Printing House Museum with Mike Hudson from APH. And we are going to take a look at that really interesting museum and see some really serious blindness history there. And they have just done a major rework of that whole facility. So that will be really interesting to see. And then we cap off our season on the 28th with a salute to our veterans. We'll have some veteran explorers with us. And we're gonna go to the Veterans Memorial Museum here in Columbus. And I, I might actually try to even be there live. We'll see. We'll see if we can pull that one off. But I also wanna direct you all to, and thank you so much, Stephanie, for turning me on to this podcast. For those of you who were fans of our shows at the Negro League Baseball Museum, they have a wonderful podcast called Black Diamonds, and that is available through Sirius SM, also through your um, podcast player of choice, and please tune in. It is a fantastic podcast. I've so enjoyed listening, and I'm not a super baseball fan, but the history and the passion of this podcast, I just, I love it. I think it's fantastic, and it's really well produced, too, so check out Black Diamonds. And I think, Stephanie, what do you think? That's about it for us, huh? I think so. I would just encourage any explorers out there, once you're able to go to the uh, National Zoo live, um, to go live. Yeah. The Ira Go Live feature. And I love that we have the option now to be notified when someone has gone live. So oh, I think that would be, be really fun. cool. I'll just challenge anyone who wants to do that to take advantage of it. We have awesome agents like Sierra and so many of the others that have joined us for past shows. And um, they, these are just um, excursions and very informative and educational. And some are lighthearted, others a little bit deeper. But mm -hmm. all to say, we have the option and the opportunity to have this experience. So thank you, Sierra. Um, yes, thank you for having me. <laughs> Weird. She's been having way too much fun the last couple of weeks, I'll tell you. From lightning <laughs> to mole rats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Run the gamut here at Ira. But right. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to thank everyone. We will be back with you on the 14th of May. It's May already. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you know, last year seemed to be just dragging along and this year is flying by. So we will be excited to be with you again as we go down under to New Zealand. All righty. Well, this is, that. yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, this has been Janine Stanley, the Director of Consumer Communications here at IRA. Afternoon at the Museum. This has been Afternoon at the Museum from Ira, a description of life. For more information about Ira, visit www.ira.io.